Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need signs in the booth. Everybody shut the fuck up. I got something to say. Far from a masochist, but I've been fucking the game good with a bass in it. Drip so hard, man, they swear I got bass in it. Shaded compliments for my accomplishments. Jaded over money, lacking common sense. Somebody said that I ain't been in my duffy. Niggas still trying to figure if they hate me or love me, and I love it. When they come to list, put mine at the top, no one above it. Off to the side, cutting heads, hair off like a mother. Had to get a day job to build up my budget. Used to walk the walk, now Chris Brown running. Laugh in the face of prey, call that goodwill hunting. Been making hits, the niggas out here bunting. If we risk it all, there ain't no risk involved. And it ain't dope unless my wrist involved. Pin game Pokemon, guess it just evolved. Dropping so much hot shit, turn the booth into a stall. So much drive, bitch, I never stall. They be appalled and they still applaud. We call that hate in disguise. Mad over wins, you know hate in disguise. But I shine over niggas' heads like a chandelier. We ain't sending shots, we just yelling cheers. Glasses clinking to the fucking gear. When it starts struck to my grave, if that ain't fucking clear, fuck you. Man, we need to cipher and shit. Shout out to 614 Takeover, man. Niggas get all in their feelings and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, 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 quiet down. Quiet down. I'm going to address this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so the Unruly Creatives are back, and you know what that means. That means BJ and Avery are back in the building. What's going on, people? Gang, gang. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. I said too much the last time. So, uh... I'm not saying a goddamn thing. I'm letting y'all carry this whole conversation. All I'm saying is yes, no, and maybe. No, that's bullshit. Nah, that's bullshit. Listen, listen, before we even jump into that, like, BJ, what's the feedback you've been getting? I've seen nothing but positive stuff. Yeah, it, it has been. Um, the feedback has been crazy. It's mainly women, but it was two men who um, gave a variation of the same story. Yeah. Like, you know, women who, you know, were very manipulative, not really satisfied with their circumstances. And so they'll, you know, finesse certain things out of, you know, out of people to accommodate for things that they can't necessarily handle right then and there. And um, one dude was just like, keep talking that shit. Like, just That's keep right. saying that, you know what I'm saying? And it felt good because so many of my peers was just like, don't feel bad for that. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Um but you know, it's still, it's still moments where it makes me cringe even just to read the responses because it still feels like, you know, the what ifs are still there. That's still that having that anxiety still, mm -hmm. like you're just waiting on something to go left with that because a person can easily confuse it later on in life and say, no, this nigga did this to me or whatever. So I still be kind of like, you know, praying about it, you know making sure that I'm trying to continually do positive because that anxiety hasn't left me yet. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's, it's been good. It's been really good. And emails, I've never really received emails like this. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy. You know, people are really invested. So it makes me just, you know, want to continue talking about real shit. Like we've been doing, you know, but yeah, 
That's right. Yeah, yeah my bro, a motherfucking celebrity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he deserves it, man. It, it's good to see, like, uh, like you get the recognition that you're getting because the work. We, me and Avery know we talk to you. We know the work you're putting in, and yeah, um, it's just good to finally see come come to fruition for you, and you you more than deserve it. I appreciate y'all because, like, if I if I ever was to get to a point where you know success or you know stardom or whatever you want to call it actually comes, I still think that I'm going to be the same person because ultimately I feel like that's not. I think once that happens for me, I'll lose my composure, in a sense, okay. and I don't. I'm, that's the most fearful position to be in, to like be pulled in so many different directions out of your realm first and then to have responsibilities outside of the realm. That shit kind of scares me. I don't want to be that person like getting caught up in nothing. I'm emotional as shit. You know, I don't want to be that, you know, I'm sick of this church type look. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that that's me. That like that that kid is me. Like I'm tired of this church. Like I don't want to be that person. So I just be trying to pace myself, but I really appreciate people like supporting and investing in me. Like so many people, like my mentors are starting to like creep up, like nigga, you doing it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it feel good, but this For unruly sure. shit got me in a different <laughs> space and I'd be terrified to even be on this fucking call with y'all sometimes. <laughs> Cause y'all be um, talking that crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> But but wait a minute, Hayes, before you jump into okay. what we want to talk about, it's it's something that I want to talk about um, before we even jump into the show. And BJ, you in the hot seat again. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, listen, uh-huh. I talked to Hayes about this <clears throat> and I'm going to say last week and the week before. To me, you were tweeting out things that concern me. Yeah, you know, yeah, and no. and I I feel like I'm like damn, like I know I'm busy, caught up in my day to day life. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I say I'm gonna call him tonight. I'm gonna call him tonight, and then tonight leads to tonight where we are right, here. Right. And I just think it's important that we talk about it. So I want to ask you, like, how are you today? Um. This week has, it's kind of been like up and down. Um, There's some like extreme highs, but then there's some very, very low lows. Um, And what I'm, what I'm actually meditating and praying on is like balance because I know that I have to, um, I have to first get back to speaking life into myself and then also putting it an audio for people to kind of understand what this process feels like of having so much good energy um, being received so well, but still feeling like you're unworthy of some of the things that are happening to you. Um, And to kind of go into it, I've been having these nightmares too. And this is weird because the nightmares always put me in places where I almost didn't make it in a, an accomplishment and a goal and a almost didn't graduate high school, you know, due to the struggle. Like it always takes me back to a point where 
I lost it. I was close to losing it. And I have to translate these instances into positives and use them to motivate other people because I know it's just my self-doubt coupled with my anxiety. So it's like some extreme lows some days, but then it'd be like days where I kick it with y'all. I get to laugh. I get to, you know, experience some joy and kicking it with my family and then things just change. But those tweets were real, you know what I'm saying? Like just waking up that morning, not really having anything to happen, but you just feel worthless. You know what I'm saying? Like you just feel like, damn, why am I here? Why is this my place of employment? Why is this my circumstance? Why do I only have $40 in my pocket when I had $120 yesterday? Like you start to ask those whys and try to make sense of the position that seems like you're not even in control over. It's just where you end up. So that's been the mood. But like I said, balance is the key, you know, um, really been in heavy meditation. Haven't really been on a timeline. If, you know, I try to just like retweet my, you know, my shows and the things and I guess involving us and whatever else, but not really being on the timeline, um, talking to people who are encouraging, you know, and then there'd be moments where like, uh, Yesterday, hey, it's just like, look, man, I just wanted to hear your voice. How you doing? That made me feel better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I was sitting in that that funk right then. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, chipping away at it. So um, it's just, like I said, highs and lows. But I'm fighting through it. I'm not going to let it overcome me. I definitely can't do that because I feel like we are closer and closer to everything that we've been talking about for the past six to eight months that new space that we were talking about being in being received and respected. Like that's where we are. And I know that the timing for the negativity is just perfect for, Mm -hmm. you know, something to go left and I just can't let that happen, but you know, I'd be all right. No, but that's what I wanted to tell you. Like, I think it's not even, I think you're, you're so close to your goal. And I feel like that's when the devil gets real busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I want you to stay positive. And what I'm also going to do, I'm going to gift you. I'm going to reach out to Stephanie. I'm going to get you three sessions because I think outside of us, you should talk to somebody else. You know what I mean? And listen, you know, I I rock with Stephanie. I use her my damn self. (laughs) Right, right. She the truth. She going to tell you, she going to get you right and all that. And I feel like, you have to prepare for what's about to happen. Like, because you're evolving BJ and I don't think you see it. I think you Mm -hmm. see more of the, the, the negative of it. You know what I mean? The funk of it, but you have evolved so much from when I met you, what, two years ago, three years ago. That's down. We down there on four now. Oh shit. Well, four years ago, you came a motherfucking long way. So that's what I'm going to do. And I, I just, I apologize because I should have reached out sooner. I shouldn't have waited till we had the show, but you've been on my mind heavy, like heavy. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Um, um, it's a lot of people that have said that same thing. And I really, I really appreciate the, the support now because it's not the damn bro. What's wrong? What happened? It's not like one of those situations where people just want to know detail. They just like, I just see that something ain't right about you. Mm-hmm. They'll text me an affirmation or they'll tell me, um, I threw a prayer up 
today for you. I know I seen what you tweeted. This is just, you know, a part of the game, but don't lose sight of the position you you in the point guard position mm-hmm. in your life right now. Like mm-hmm. the game depends on you. Like and when you say the game, it's like, okay, are you talking about the podcast game? And then right after that, my peers will say, man, you killing them with the content, mm-hmm. you killing them with the points, you killing them with the content, you killing them with the points. And I'm like, damn, like, so it, it makes me feel that anxiety again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I do feel like people are listening. I do feel like I'm connecting, but it's just like, now I'm just waiting on the balance for me, the, you know, to be able to connect to something else. And maybe Stephanie is that person because mm-hmm. she's another one like that. I make it clear. That's my mentor. You know what I'm saying? Like it's two women in this game that I look up to and they, my peers, I make it clear. Stephanie and crystal clear are like, hello, <laughs> them the two. <laughs> but when they come into me and saying, I want to work versus me preparing for them, like my anxiety goes through the roof like through the roof because it's like you can't just talk to them about anything. But even just a small conversation, Stephanie is always saying stuff that just be slapping me up just all upside my head. Like she mm-hmm. she gets me all the way together. And, and I appreciate the one-on-one, it. I feel will blow your mind because you know me. You know, I was dealing with some things and I've kind of fell off because I've just been busy with life. So I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, worked with her in yeah. a while. But I'm geared to get back on it because I, I, I feel it coming. But yeah, I'm gonna get you three sessions and I, I feel like you need it. And it's in preparation of yeah. what you are about to what you're about yeah. to do, BJ. And I, I don't I see it. I see it. And I'm security nigga. <laughs> 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 Fuck the bullshit. I'm security. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. too. Um it's important to to point out the fact that the devil hears prayers too. And so what you're praying wow, for, facts, he'll, facts, he'll, he'll try facts. to infiltrate what you have going on. And, you know, not to I'm not even going to get into because I get on long rants about drama every time we seem to link up together. But I started to realize what was happening uh, uh, to, to try to attack what we have going on and where we're trying to yeah. go. And I think the important thing is, is like, um, like I like I've told you guys that can't nobody touch what we're doing and we have to check on each other and um BJ like with everything you have going on bro I don't I, I think once you are able to step back and separate yourself from it and you see mm-hmm. what you've done in the in the six month the five months so far of 2019 yeah and yeah. really stop and appreciate it you'll realize that Shit. nigga the platform that you've built already is amazing and you have nothing but a launching pad to take off and it's coming for you that's no no doubts that anxiety that fear that stuff you feel is right. it's all just built to stop you from realizing how fucking dope you are right and, i appreciate and, it and, and, and really that's do. what it is and so you know and i and i like avery i feel bad because i i need to do better at reaching out because me and avery were talking and i was like yeah i'm gonna I'm a, i need to call bj and just talk to him and like when i called you yesterday it wasn't even for nothing. I don't, I don't need to know what's going on because I don't want to press you, but I do need need you to know that I give a fuck. I care. So I just want to make yeah, sure you're good. Yeah. Heard your voice, you good. All right, we good. If we, we can yeah, talk we if you we, we can we talk, good. but it's it's I gotta make sure that you're good. And that 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 was important to me. Yeah. I just um invested in um a couple of books too. 
um, because emotional intelligence is very important at this point. I know mm-hmm. that um, I know that I'm super sensitive and um, I feel like I'm being tried like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like we say, we're not going to really, um, you know, get into any of the beef shit. But a lot of that foolishness from the timeline was really affecting me, you know, and um, I realized even in my meditation, like I want to be an example to the haters, too. You know, like um, the sad thing is that you you want to maintain your integrity. You want to you you want to be that person that you say that you are um, politically, professionally and on the street level. You want to maintain your integrity. But a lot of these niggas don't have shit to lose. That's why they do some of the shit that they do. And I realized that in that moment, it just felt like, why is this shit coming now? You know what I'm saying? Like out of all of the years, yeah, we've been knowing niggas, and I still support the niggas that hate me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, why is this shit happening? But it's really to trick me off, you know, my position. And it's different when your peers and your mentors are saying the same thing about you. It's different. Like you can't just be like, jump the gun, fuck niggas, let's get to you know the bullshit. Like you have to, you have to live up to their expectations and when they start meeting you in the middle, it's really important. So I just had to like fall back from everything and just say, look, let's get me together. Yeah. You know, let, yeah. And I almost, and I almost wanted to get back into that point of like proving myself. Like I am who I say I am. You niggas is going to feel me on that level too. You know what I'm saying? But you just cannot do that. And then that's just the invitation for more negativity. Now you done coupled you know, anxiety, depression, and all of these other things with drama, trauma, toxic, and, you know, depressive, you know, vibes and all of these different things. And before you know it, you done made your situation worse by just, you know, trying to like prove yourself to people who don't even really matter to your, your progress. You know what I'm saying? So it's been hard. It's really been hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it together. Either way, you know oh, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Let's use the right verbiage. We gonna get it together. Yeah, right. Facts, we gonna facts, get it together. Facts. Facts. Yeah, the man. easy way or the hard way. We gonna get <laughs> yeah, it together. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I appreciate y'all. I really do. Cause y'all keep me in line. Y'all really do. Like get me together quick. And and this hey, I'm gonna let you get into it. But I think what people need to really understand, like BJ, you are a true creative. You understand what I'm saying? And it's this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. You yeah, understand what you it's do fuck. is hard as fuck. So you're a true creative. So on top of that, of talk having these heavy discussions, hearing your guest trauma, drama, mm-hmm. coupled on top of what you're dealing with. Like this shit ain't easy. So I pray for the haters and you just keep flourishing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't don't let that dumb shit get to you. Let 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 us deal with the dumb shit. <laughs> no, I don't shit. need y'all doing that shit either. <laughs> niggas, niggas know I done jumped out the window for Ave like that shit. I, man, look, man. you want a nigga sensitive? Nigga, I'm the worst nigga for drama. I'm the worst nigga. I am, dog. I really am, and I, I just can't. I can't deal with my people in the trauma either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I just know that we own to something, and it yeah, big, and big, and it's just like. Niggas just want to be a part of it. Like, you just want the front row seat to my shit, my nigga. Just say what up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just say what's happening. <laughs> like, cut that bullshit out. You I know love when BJ talk that Detroit shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you really just, you really just want VIP to my shit, my nigga. Like, just say what's happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. And I just got to remember these type of things. But it just, when you get caught up in that moment of being in your feelings, you know what I'm saying? You, you yeah. quick to do some irrational shit. And that's me. Like I said, man, it's so many people just like, man, the unrulies is killing shit. They y'all, <laughs> y'all talking that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, damn, because you don't, my arms ain't doing all of the reaching. So it's like, where is this coming from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like the friends is telling the friends, the, mm-hmm. you know, and you just can't, you just can't be on that nigga shit right now. We just can't. You know, but. so the moral of it all, the unruly's here to stay. Yeah, you know, you either join us or get <laughs> fucked up. You know, whichever. And I think it's <laughs> important to know to like point out like this is this is a family. Like this isn't just no podcast uh, shit. Like this, right, this man, isn't, y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't praying with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas ain't doing no self checks. You know, your nigga jump out the window and be on some trash shit, and you won't even tell him. Like, <laughs> bruh, yeah, bruh, yeah. Like, come on, man. We and I don't want to make it. I want. I don't want to make people feel like, oh, my my circle is the elitist of the you know circles, and you just have this you know pit that you sit in with these other niggas. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But when I'm what I'm saying is, if you're not enriching the people you talk to on the daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's important. Y'all just can't be cool. You can't just be cool. Like, you have to be problematic sometimes. Hey, Avery, you fucked up today. Hey, (laughs) hey, I don't like the shit you did today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be a moral code for how you communicate. Like, we get on the phone when shit ain't right. Hey, look, what's up with this? What? Why did you do that? Why is this the way that it is? Like, we don't have just, hey, buddy, how are you? You know, like, <laughs> we don't have that shit. You know, and that that's important. That's important when yeah. a person can tell you, hey, look, man, that was a little low, you know, or that was a little, you know, extra. Yeah. You know, and we rule each other back in. I want okay. y'all to understand that that's important for you to move forward with a team. Yeah. You know? We ain't with that shit. So we, I got that off my heart. So let's get in the motherfucking show. <laughs> well, I gotta ask you a question, Avery. So you're always oh, hitting me shit. and BJ with the hard <laughs> questions. Um, so what what's it been like for you, like since this has come together? Like BJ, BJ don't bring no no craziness into this, but I feel like I feel like me and you are like the like the ones that that uh, that bring it. But like being be standing standing so close. To kind of like me, like sponsoring the Love Lust and Badass so live show, like being part of the unruly, being part of these conversations. Um, like what what's been what what's been brought into you, like brought to you about this whole this whole collective and how it's forming and all that. You know, I'm not. I'm a. I'm a keep it a buck. BJ is my witness. I've quit like four times to BJ. Like fuck this shit. I can't do this. Like. I'm going to fight and I'm going to just leave y'all there. But I think it's a blessing. You know, I'm truly an unruly by every definition of that bullshit. And I feel that you and BJ has taught me patience and shed a lot of life on 
my gifts. Like, I'm I'm that bitch with conversation with the fellas, and I sleep on it. I have a lot of self-doubt. I don't think my shit is good enough. I don't think, um, I've, it, 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 it has, it's brought me patience and it's, it's brought me understanding the unruly, this right here, what we have, um, mm-hmm. and the ability to dream more, to dream bigger. Um, yeah. and I think, um, that's really it. But I've quit like four times. I've called BJ and said, you know, fuck this shit. We call it Hayes tonight. I'm done. I'm not <laughs> doing this shit no more. <laughs> and then here you come with some fucking fan mail. It's like, damn. <laughs> but that's what you need because, yeah. um, you know, like I, I've always been the person that, you know, tell people like if it wasn't for Avery, I probably wouldn't be solo podcasting at all. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing the thing about me is I I was always the background person. I was always in the background like this is my place, you know, edit. That's it. But ended up, you know. You know, of course, being like a part of the uh, Penrose versus anybody. That's originally where I came from. And she, the first thing she said when I met her, you need to talk more. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Because Penrose is the name in the title of the show. Like, this is his show. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, talk more. Like, for what? And sure enough, you know, um, started vocalizing. And then I think I got to a point where I wanted to do more. And I played that background so long that niggas didn't really respect anything of the little bit that they did hear from me. At that point, it was like, well, you just the background nigga. Or they started to ask, well, is Penrose a part of this? Like, no, my nigga, I emailed you based on something I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't email you from the Penrose show email. This is BJ. Right. So um, I started to speak more. I had to I had to, like, talk about some personal shit because I wasn't opening up either. I wasn't talking about my personal life and all of that shit before. And when it came out, you know. It came out on her show. Same shit. It was mm-hmm. always Avery. You know what I'm saying? And came out on her show. And then um, got challenged on some other shit. Hey, look, man, you always saying shit that the ladies be liking. You just, you know, you caping. All right, nigga. I get with some niggas. Hey, look, this is my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is me. This is why I say the shit that I say. I done fucked up a couple of relationships. I done been fucked over. And I did this. I did that pregnancies this that i started saying it and before i knew it i i ended up talking too much mm. now i'm out there like can't right. take it back now so right. had to make some sense of it and that was really because of avery and every time i think i said something too personal maybe i went too far it's like no you need to talk more mm-hmm. and look at what's mm-hmm. been coming back it's like damn bj you know I feel you, man. That shit like touched my soul. I'm like, yo, soul, nigga. (laughs) You know, know, and it it really has been like great because I get to talk to people on a totally different level. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. what do you do for for peace? I pray. You know what I'm saying? I stay out the way. You know, I I tell niggas, hey, look, when when somebody call you, it could be your right hand man, a hundred grand. If he call you on some fuck shit, look, bro, I can't deal with that today. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you have to set those boundaries. And mm-hmm. you know, 
kind of have a sense of self-worth, even in group settings Mm -hmm. where, you know, you might be in a group chat and y'all talk y'all shit in y'all group chat. This is between a group, but you know, it's some fuck shit in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You gotta, Hey, look, I cut, I cut the group me off. I had to, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to kind of like disappear sometimes and make people ask you, well, where you being? Hey, I couldn't fuck with y'all right now. Mm-hmm. That'll be a wake up call for them. Yeah, your absence sometimes is a wake up call to the people you deal with. And then you get to impart. Hey, look, y'all be on this baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. Y'all faux flats on your Cadillac. Y'all, <laughs> y'all got too much shit going on. I just need my peace. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And those those moments for you to pull people away from the fuck shit and have them one on ones. And y'all get mm-hmm. to level with each other. And right. you'll realize that we got to level this conversation up. Right, you know, and that's in that's what happened. It be Avery with that fuck shit. <laughs> let me and let me let me hear, let me find out Avery talking about quitting because I'm just gonna call. You ain't gonna reject my phone call. I'm just gonna record the phone call. You are gonna be on this podcast? She the manager, like she's the manager. <laughs> oh, she know everybody. No, but, I, but I did, I did, I I did call him a couple times. So it's like you know, BJ, did I not? Yeah, and really, really, it's because um. There's, there's a certain blowback that comes from being brutally honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, you, you will look like the troublemaker in certain instances just because you kept it all the way funky. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did why did this person have to say that? Because niggas been treading on thin ice with me for X amount of time, and I'm sick of the ice. I'm sick of you know walking on eggshells with niggas. This is how I feel, and. I've learned that that's not problematic. That's just honesty. Honesty sometimes is not comfortable for people. It doesn't make you feel good. Sometimes it backs you in the corner, but you have to respect a person keeping it a hundred with you, you know? And this is the thing that she does like too well. And some people just can't receive it. So I think the reason that I'm here is because in those moments where she'll doubt what she did. Like, no, you didn't do it wrong. It may have just been the way that you approached it, the way that you may have said it. We get to dialogue and fix things for her to continue this process that she's on because soul of a hustler is some shit that is going to blow too. Cause niggas is comfortable with Avery niggas yeah. be digging in their soul. And Hey, look, I, I paid for, Med, med school <laughs> you know shouts out to Chris man like that nigga that nigga Listen, was comfortable yeah. you know mm-hmm. and and I'm sitting back listening to this shit like damn you did that and she still and this happened like I was uncomfortable for that man but he <laughs> yeah, taught hello. me something he taught me something like bro look you don't have to be bitter about this type of stuff Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm still going to be blessed. I still got my own business. I got my sanity. I got this. Me and her working on a friendship. My kids is good. Like, he taught me something. And yeah. Nick, you don't get them conversations, but Avery just be making niggas comfortable. They be low-key, you know, on eggshells when they get to the mic, but then she starts that shit. Yeah. You know, that giggling and so music you listen to and all that bullshit. And then you, you, you in by that time. Yeah. So it's just, it's so many layers to us. And I just, I just wish people would respect us for what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say you want VIP, my nigga. <laughs> you ain't even got to say you want VIP. I think, you know, 
Just what I really want people to do. I don't give a fuck what you feel about me. And that's on some real shit. You ain't got to fucking like me. None of y'all know me in real life any fucking way. So you could think what you want, feel how you want. But you going to respect this craft, bitch. Like, that's what you going to do. See, that's and if shit. you can't do right, but if you can't do that, then shut the fuck up. But it's, I mean, it really don't. Like, at times it really don't make sense. I'm the person. Like, look, man, I can put you on the platforms you need to be on. I can I teach put you. you on shit. You like, ain't doing it either. No, like real shit. Like this was this was the move. It's like, man, I want to be that nigga that when they look back and say BJ's name, it's like that nigga really did help our culture. He really did support. He really pulled up to my event, man. The nigga bought my event bright tickets. He did what he was supposed to do as a supporter and a peer. I be trying to help niggas. Like, look, dog, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to give you all of the game. But look, man, just be on the brother to brother level with me and I will help you. But throwing throwing shots and shit like what is it for? You know, I fuck with you. Like, why are you disrespecting me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I fuck with you. You know, I fuck with, you know, several people. I'm cool with everybody. I'm cool with everybody. You can't you can't throw a shot at Hayes and think I'm not going to feel away. I stand next to Hayes. Why are you disrespecting me? Okay. Respect my nigga. You know That's I right. fuck with him. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, wait, wait, so, wait, BJ, BJ, wait. I feel like we're going too far. I don't Hayes. give a fuck. No, 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 wait. Hayes, let's carry on. Let's, okay. what's, what's next? What's next? What's next? <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so the, the question that I that kind of came up today. So, Avery, I don't, I, I haven't seen you comment on it, but um, Iggy Azalea, uh, Iggy Azalea, is that how do you say her name? I don't know. The white uh, yeah, Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Azalea had nudes leaked, right? You're you aware, A? Uh-uh. Okay. But so the backlash of this has been ultimately to say that she leaked them, which makes sense. My question is in this, like, in this age where people are using their body image and, and using sex to sell whatever they have going on, whether it be podcast whether it be music whether it be clothing whether it be youtube whatever it is um at what point in time do what responsibility do us of the culture have to ignore that shit so that people don't keep trying to use that same publicity shit to push their stuff well first of all what them what them nudes look like she got a nice body her surgeon did some good work what it look like (laughs) oh man and this is why i love (laughs) this is why i love it I love, listen, I don't know about the vanilla, but she got a nice body. Her surgeon did what they were supposed to do. What they look like. Tell me what they look like. They regular nigga. Regular <laughs> schmegular nigga. Yeah. She had on, she had on some cut off. Um, they weren't cut off. They, they, they look pretty much like um the, the the jail, the like the jail pants, you know, the uh-huh. What the the scrubs and yeah. shit, and it just like kind of was like cut off, and she just rolled the bottoms up and made them shorts, and then she didn't have no top on. My thing about the picture was, okay, you you signed on to do a shoot mm-hmm. for a reputable magazine, and despite the fact that they alter the images to not even like give publicity to the nude in the magazine, but you still sign up to take a picture naked. The thing is, the outcome of the picture coming out shouldn't even matter because you signed up to be naked regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make it seem like, oh, somebody did this with my pictures and, 
oh my god like no like <laughs> you signed a contract to be naked in a magazine that wasn't even going to show you naked so why are you taking your top off like what's the point of taking the top off at that point now if you're saying to me like if you want to give off the image of nudity and just so happen you may have on like a halter or a strapless bra or something and it's just an illusion then yes but you literally posed for the picture and then said it leaked like come on man like it seems it seems like a play to promote yourself you getting ready to drop an album you got a single on the way you know niggas is low key checking for your body because you doing whatever you doing to make yourself look nice but don't make it seem like it was a leak you took right. it you right. took it you know was this for playboy what magazine takes news gq yeah, GQ. That don't sound like GQ. GQ don't do no fucking nudes. See what no, I might be wrong. What they do is they they do take like and a lot of models whatever take pictures topless, but then the magazine will alter them in a way or put like they they probably if they if I had to guess they were gonna like throw the G and the Q over her boobs to where you couldn't see them. That's probably yeah. how the picture okay. the picture was. That's some look. hot shit though. That's some hot shit. But the but thing I about think... Photoshop, you can actually Photoshop that shit off without them. Okay. You know. Right. You know, they do that type of shit like that is a skill set, you know, and yeah. to me, it's just like, OK, well, you stood there and posed for it. You right. do like a little arm, you know, you shimmy the shoulder a little bit, dip the mm-hmm. shoulder in. You look at you, BJ. Look at, look at I BJ. wish I wish y'all would see the, vis- the visual to this. BJ just explained the whole thing. You know. I think for me, like, I feel like if it was somebody else, but we're talking about Iggy. So she definitely leaked the fucking news right and it don't really sound like real news we all seen titties you know what i'm saying so it ain't yeah, yeah. you know so iggy's trying to get on any way anyhow you know what i'm saying so i feel like with her there's no explanation for it this is just what she do she gonna do it by any means necessary but for someone else like i guess your question was how do we protect that or how mm-hmm. do we ignore it mm-hmm. in the culture i feel like we shouldn't highlight it you know what I mean? If you know that person, like Iggy, I put her in the in the category with the Kardashians. I put her in the category with the Jenners. You're going to do anything for fame. You know, had you told me it was Jill Scott, I'd be like, hold on, wait a minute. That's your word? <laughs> and I, I'd be like, okay, point me in the direction. I need the link. <laughs> yeah. It'll be different. You know what I'm saying? If it was Monica. I w- it would be different. Like, how the fuck did these news get leaked? Like, you know, we yeah, as a, yeah. a as a culture, we get to pull up on these motherfuckers. How how you do auntie like that? You know. But her, I she did that shit. She just trying to get on. She trying to just sex sell. She's just trying to make sex sells. And let's keep it a whole buck. Like, it's not just the celebrities that's doing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the regular smegular people too. You know, we I, I do it. I take pictures and I know my breasts are showing. I ain't got big breasts. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you, like you sending titty pictures and shit. Listen, listen. So I'm saying <laughs> your little bald head ass <laughs> <laughs> don't want to no, be but... seen on them. Oh man, that's funny. Hello, 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 hello. Scoop Grady with the Petty News Report. What is going on out there? This weekend has been nothing but a serious knockdown. Speaking of knockdown, Anthony Joshua 
got his bell rung, everybody. That's right. He lost against somebody that looked like Drew Carey. I got to be honest. Salute to that man, but man, I did not see that coming. All I got to say is, you better stop hanging out with Drake. Drake is a curse. Drake has been cursing everybody. That's why Toronto not going to win. I just wish Drake was there when the president election was going on. I hope Drake had that same curse when 2020, when the campaign come back up and running, you know. We need that real bad. Next, Rihanna is showing videos of her in the studio doing music. Gotta be honest, I love everything Rihanna is doing. I just don't like happy Rihanna. I like negative going through drama Rihanna. That's when she make the best music. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it like that. Happy Rihanna, I'm not looking forward to. There ain't a damn thing that's... I don't want her nothing about her finding a good man. I don't want her nothing about her. Her life is in the right direction. No, I want to hear that negative shit. Everybody make good music when they going through bad stuff. Usher, Mary J. Blige, Keisha Cole made a living off of it, everybody. Rihanna, put some negative shit out there. Next. 11 people are dead and six people are hospitalized after a mass shooting in Virginia Beach, Virginia. First of all, what the hell is going on, man? This shit is ridiculous. I don't even know if it's the gun laws or, you know, I don't know, like, bruh. It's, it's I don't understand. It's like we we. It's like they so worried about abortions and all the other stuff. They need to worry about these people. That's innocent people getting killed out here for nothing. Bullets ain't got no name on them. Just wild, you know. Something got changed. The government. It, something got to change. This is too much, man. It's not. It ain't gonna get any better. It's gonna get worse. Like flat out. And last but not least, the petty question of the week. First day of school back in the day. What was that number one shoe that you had on that you walked to the pencil sharpener to show off? That is the petty question of the week. High school back in the day. What was that number one shoe that you always wore on the first day of school? Walking to the pencil sharpener to show off to everybody. And that is all we have for today. Thank you. And continue to follow the wake of soul. Y'all be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some niggas out there that can leak some shit that I sent them. You mm-hmm. know? Oh shit, nigga. But that's always been that's always been like a uh, a question of mine. It's like, what establishes a person to be worth having like phone documentation of your body? Like, what is that? What is that? Good. That per- <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, bro. Like, I still don't think that's enough. Like, I mean, no, it's not. It's not. It's a truck for me. It's a trust factor. Like, if I trust you enough it's trust yeah if i trust you like like whole body trust you like i trust you with my kids like it ain't no easy trust like i gotta trust you you know what i'm saying for me to send you something like that because i mean these chicks be like you know really taking some bedazzled pictures of hell yeah you know like body body you know mm-hmm. like the script the pictures like like we see these tattoos in your selfies, boo. Like we know this shoe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, damn, like what does a guy do? Because I've always been the person, like, I never really was, even though I used to ask for him on shows and shit like that, but I never was the dude. <laughs> I never was the dude to, you know, really take that shit serious because one, I'm I'm a little arrogant when it comes to shit like that. Like I be feeling like girls be just like recycling them. And that That's don't make me do. That don't, that don't make me fact. feel good that I'm seeing some shit that 40 niggas the same before me. I always like to be first. So like don't even, you know, I don't even send me that shit. 
I don't need but, it. Like, but what if you are first, BJ, and you're just jumping the gun and you're saying like you're not first? I need proof. How is she proof. gonna give you proof? How she you gotta let you gotta let me take it with my phone. That's how I need. <laughs> Talk that shit. Talk that shit. I heard you that, BJ. <laughs> real shit. I gotta take that shit with my phone. But see, only you know what I'm saying? A real nigga would do that. Only a real nigga would be smart enough to be like, "I." Because real shit, I had a. I mean, it wasn't a new, but I had a. Um, I had an incident where it kind of put me in that position. A girl had sent me a picture of her in a shirt. We were a couple at this time. It's years, years ago, and she took a picture of her in a shirt that said, "You know, I love my boyfriend." It was around like Valentine's Day or Sweetie's Day or some shit like that. And she sends me this picture of this shirt that she was wearing when we were going out. But back then, I had a Android phone, and this this is when, no this this is real shit. Like Androids used to time and date stamp the pictures because yes, that did. would be they still that used to be the name. Get into that, but I ain't gonna say yeah. That. <laughs> so um, I ended up one day going through a couple of pictures, I was looking for a picture because she was doing a birthday flyer at a club. She had finally got of age to go to a club and she didn't have a picture in her phone. And I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I just so happened to notice that the date on the back of the picture we were, that technically was the one in the shirt was dated three years before we kicked it. <laughs> so bitch, you got on this shirt three relationship part. <laughs> So I'm like, damn. So I'm like, damn, you little, you know, trollop. You know, I use the old school slang. You fucking skeezer. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. But, you know, I charged it to the game. I'm like, that's the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So then I just got to a point like where news really don't mean shit because she could just be sending you some shit from the last nigga she loved and she just got them stored in her phone. I want to yeah. I want to live shoot some shit. That's, live that's shoot right. some shit. And that's right. You know Fuck out of here. And this is and this is why you're a star, BJ. This is exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> I'm just telling niggas gain that they can use that I can't use no more. That's it. You know, that's it. Fair enough. <laughs> but that, <Hell> no. <laughs> we, <laughs> so the Iggy thing, I swear it was it was just one of them things. I'm just like, ah, you know what? Let's talk about that. I forgot we can put that down. Whatever. Nobody give a fuck about Iggy Teddies, nigga. Yeah, nah, not really, not really. Uh, oh man, the pink throws me off every time. I'm good on that. Um, oh, wow, <laughs> wow. <Ooh. laughs> All right, so the the last question, the last actual topic that I had, and we always spend more time talking about whatever other than the topics that we draw out, which is fine. Right, but, um, right. So like with with the unruly creatives, this is this is number four now. Um, mm-hmm. And what we're doing independently, all on our own, all of us have dope ass podcasts that we work on. What's the next like? Do you guys ever stop and realize or think like, damn, how's the next way we can level up? Like, what's what's the next thing you can do? Because I'm at that place now, and I I can speak to me creatively, where I'm just at like a like, what do I do next? Like what? What do or maybe I don't need to do it. Maybe it's just a refinement. Do you guys ever find yourself there as creatives? Yep. All the time. All, all the, time. the fucking time. All the fucking time. <clears throat> I think yeah. um for me, I can say I think what what I'm working on is refinement and fine tuning and really like buckling down and accepting 
the talents and the gifts that I have instead of like always second guessing myself. Mm-hmm. So I would say refinement for me and fine tuning. Okay. I think I'm there too. Um, the, the, uh, I guess it's just being in a position of knowing that I can't go back to what I used to be when it comes to this. I, I think that it becomes overwhelming because even in this position, I still feel like it's not enough. Like it has to be more than this. It has to be something else to attain. It has to be, um, it has to be ways to monetize and to, um, reach higher plateaus. I just always try to figure out the next wave of, um, establishment that is going to come our way. So honestly, um, just in doing these four episodes, I've been able to see the lane for myself outside of just change the subject. Mm-hmm. I just sent off um, the paperwork to um, make change the subject in the LLC. So that's step one. Um, establishing merch is step two. And then also doing a lot more in the community as far as like media, because um, there's like areas in Detroit I can only really speak for Detroit. There's areas in Detroit that need to be exposed to people. And these opportunities are there. But we look to the news or we look to bigger platforms to do that. And I feel like changing the narrative is also changing the narrative for the community, too. So I need to establish a platform to put other people on and um, just show how how different things could really be if the people who actually cared were in charge. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's the next step of like stepping into visual, doing like more serious interviews, taking it to a journalist, like aesthetic in a sense, not just doing the conversations. It's always something. It's like really always something. And um, trying to prepare myself mentally for what could possibly become of this because I've even been asked, can y'all go to every two weeks instead of once a month? But I like to feel this exclusive feeling. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm like, no, we can't do, you know, we can't do this like that to where it becomes like mechanical. It's just like, it becomes Mm -hmm. a responsibility. It won't feel the same, you know? So, but yeah, I always think that. What about you, Hayes? What about you, Hayes? I think it's refinement too. I think also it's um not just a refinement with me, but I think like with the other podcasts on the Berks Media, I think that's that's my next lane mm-hmm. is that working with them um hand in hand more closely than what I have before to help fine tune them because I am at a place where I'm really happy. I am at a place to where things can get better, it's never gonna be perfect. But I feel like what I've learned over doing this podcast for two years now, it's time to start sharing that so that the family can start all getting to that level as well with right. their with their creative lanes. And I think that that's what's important to me right now. Okay. Yeah, and shouts out to a lot of them because hell yeah, they all they all have something dope. Like, and it's almost. It's almost like you don't want to really like speak, speak on it because then it'd be like, oh, you just, you know, bigging your crew up. You, yeah. You're doing the extra. So I'd be like sliding and letting them know, hey, look, that was fire. What you put out today, that's fire. You put out last week. 
I don't be wanting to like go so hard on a timeline because it's like yeah, we really the yeah. niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but you just yeah. want to be humble about it, like, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it cool. But yeah, I think, I think once the unit comes like full circle, like we yeah. actually are working together and you know pulling up and doing all the what we do, it's it's gonna be out of here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be out of here. Then it ain't gonna be no room in VIP, <laughs> niggas. Yeah, I think I think August when everyone's here for the podcast festival and film festival, that's when the magic is like to have all. Because I know it's not gonna be everyone, but it's gonna be enough to have everyone in the same room to really just mm-hmm. talk and yeah. vibe and really get a feel for kind of the next step. Bricks Media has only been around since January first. Like it's less than six months, six full months. So where we already are. Um, I think now it's just it's it's a time where we need to get closer as a unit and actually mm-hmm. share ideas yeah. more. And and that's something that I need to get better about as like the person who kind of like brought everyone together. And and the thing that I like pointing out is that the breaks media. I hate it when people say it's like it's hazes. It's, it's it's really not. And it, and that's my fault that I've given letting let that perception get to that. It's everyone who's a part of it. I want everyone to be invested. I want everyone to have feel like they have a, cl- a claim in it. That's the difference. I don't want it to seem like a uh, a vehicle for haze. It's not that. It never was meant for that for it to be that. So um, that's yeah. something that I'm working on too. Okay. I got a question though, like mm-hmm. um, because I I think about this too. I didn't. I initially didn't even want to be a podcaster where does the the line get drawn for your passions because um one of the things in this process of dealing with depression and anxiety is i realized that music is missing from me that's where i came from Mm -hmm. and um the struggle to you know replenish all of the pieces of equipment that i've lost in that house fire I'm constantly that that was one of those nightmares of, you know, seeing that house fire and that equipment going and all of them long, you know, 80, 90 hour weeks working two jobs to pay for that shit. And that shit, you know, torches in less than five months. Like I see those things. So it's like, what do you draw the line with passions? Like, do you. I don't want to be the jack of all trades because that means that you're typically subpar in three to four different things because like you're the jack you're not the king you're not the ace you're not even a joker you're just subpar in four to five different things like where do you draw the line with passions how do you make the proper investments and all of the things that you're good at because i don't know how to do that right now i think with you bj i think because you know music is your base and i've i've told you a hundred times like i want you to get back into the music but i think where you in I'm not going to say draw the line. I'm going to say where you incorporate it is, is when you, the music that you select for your podcast, mm, that okay. shows your gifts, that shows what you're really talented at. Because let's, let's keep it a buck, BJ, the music that you put in your podcast, that ain't no regular smegular like shit that you putting in there. Sometimes you take us way back to the fucking seventies and then you bring us all the way back up to the 2019, you know what I'm saying? So an underground artist, you know what I'm saying? So music is your base. And for me personally, I hear it in your podcast with the music that you choose. And Mm. I don't feel like for me, I kind of feel like you, this is your opportunity in your podcast to play with your passions you get to figure out what what's really your passion. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, because right. you'll continuously do it. But if it's not, it, I, that's what I, that's my answer. Like you get to play with it. 
in your podcast? This is to figure out, like, is this really a passion or is this just a, yeah. something I want to play with? You know, a hobby. Yeah, yeah. I know I get I get overwhelmed with it, too, because it's like <laughs> when I think because like I actually looked at y'all know me. I got a house mm-hmm. full of podcast equipment, mm-hmm. yeah. like a house full. And I'm like, damn, I got 12 fucking mics over here. Why do I have 12 mics? Like if yeah. I add I told, it up. I, hey, I told you, you you go over like <laughs> my, my OD like, with this. You shit. know how like you know how, like some people to prepare for the apocalypse and they like have all types of stuff in their basement and canned goods. Mm-hmm. Like this BJ's yeah. prepared for the day that everybody's like, all the mics are gone. I got yep. you. Yeah, I got, I got you. you. <laughs> I got you. Like three and four. I got three and four interfaces. I got three mixers. I thought I lost the mixer. I thought I lost the mixer. And it was actually stacked up under the mixer I just bought. Like that was the the stupidest shit ever. You better saw that shit on eBay. I'm trying to. I got these fucking Yetis over here. I got to get yeah. rid of this shit. You know, yeah. but those, throw those away. In the truck. <laughs> yeah. You may need you may need to give them to some of the uh, the people who want to. Never mind. I see. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, so Hayes, what's your answer? What's your answer, Hayes? <laughs> I let I let it come to me. I, I honestly do. I think that, like for example, um, I had never edited audio before I started a podcast. Now I'm one of the best at it, and that that came naturally in me just wanting to learn a video. I was scared of video for so long with podcasting, and I finally was just like, you know what? Let me let me try it. and. I'm now passionate about that. I have a whole interview that's just video that I've already like created like templates and stuff for like a year ago. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me I would have been doing that level of stuff with video, it would smack you in your face. Um, so I, I really, I re- really let it come to me as my interest. And I'm one of those people who I'm always, wor- I'm always wondering how things work. And as okay. it comes to me, I have to figure out how it works. And then that's where my passion, where I become passionate about it. Once I figure out, that that journey and figuring it out and knowing and wanting to be good at it is is it I I become passionate about it and then I can't let it go. So right, yeah, that makes sense. So Man. I guess can I take can I take us out with a story? Yeah, let's do it. So I was gonna do like a little mini recording on my Lyft driver, like experience. I'm gonna call it. Um, so a couple weeks ago, y'all know I went to Dallas for the pop up um mm-hmm. podcast meetup or whatever. So the night before that, I had my bus, I went to DC first. So my bus left from New York, but I had to swing by my job. But I also was trying to catch the Game of Thrones. So on the weekend, the train runs every hour. I caught a lift. The guy, I missed the train by one minute. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just have to take a cat, another lift to New York straight to my job so I don't miss my bus. So this Lyft driver picked me up like on a fucking corner of the damn highway, right? Jump in the car. Y'all know me, Bubbly Avery. Woo, hey, everybody, we should be home watching Games of Thrones. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm looking at the dude like from the back and I'm like, mm, he kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm going to keep it a buck. I was like, damn, he kind of cute. So I realized that I was talking too much. There was a white lady in there. So I was like, let me shut the fuck up because I'm just talking. I'm just running my fucking mouth. So I got quiet and then he kept trying to get me engaged. Like he tried to keep me talking. Like, tell me more about Games of Thrones. I ain't never watched it before. And, you know, I kept telling him what a loser he was. So we dropped the white lady off. I slide to the other seat because I'm like, 
I want to see what this nigga look like. So I slide to the other seat behind the passenger. So we start talking about motorcycles, how I wanted one. He was like, do you mind if I stop for gas? And I'm like, wait a fucking minute. I got to get to New York. I got a bus to catch. I said, but okay, you could get gas or whatever. We picked up another brother. We started talking about bikes. We started talking about relationships and dating. And I was like, everybody that I want to meet, every, every guy that I meet is talking about having a baby. Who the fuck wants to have a baby? I don't want to have a baby, right? So we pull up to my job. I'm the first drop. I want y'all to be listening to me clearly. I'm the first drop. He says, Avery, you know, I'm going to drop him down a couple of blocks. I can come back and get you and <laughs> drop you off at the bus. Now, mind you, I done told this nigga everything. Oh, I'm going to D.C., then I'm going to Dallas, Ooh. running my motherfucking Ooh. mouth, right? <laughs> so he was like, I can come back and get you. And I was like, oh, no, 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 bro, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to run in my job real quick, and I'm going to just hop another cab. Ooh. So he was like, no, 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 I can't pick nobody up in New York no more. I could come back and get you. I was like, nah, nah, beloved, you good. Thank you. Got out, slammed the door, went in my job, got what I had to get, hopped a cab to go take my bus, y'all. Seven minutes before my bus pulled up, guess who pulled up and was like, yo, Ave. <laughs> why you shaking your head right back? Listen, so I'm standing in the line at the bus like, this nigga got to be fucking crazy. Why the fuck? Who the fuck? So I told, the, I told the white girl behind me, I was like, yo, can you hold my spot right here? So I go up to the car and say, so this is what you do, my nigga? People tell you they business and then you stalk them? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Wow. And he was like, listen, he was like, your energy, your aura see? was see just see? so powerful. And he said, listen, I didn't see you. I'm just seeing you now. Listen, y'all, I had three scarves on my, I look like a runaway fucking slave. Do you understand me? Hair was all wrapped up. Sweatpants, sneakers on. You could have mistaken me for a nigga. And he was like, it's just something about you. I couldn't let you get away. Nigga, what? Mm, nigga. <laughs> so you, and I said to him, I said, so you gambling all this shit. You like, fuck lift. I'm going to just pull up to the bus stop, see what she talking about. Or like, you just risking it all. So he was like, I want you to call me. And I'm like, nah, you know, I got a boyfriend. You know, you know, play the role. Like, I got a boyfriend, da 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 da. So. I was like, nice me, nice meeting you. He gave me his card, and I just, I, I, I. He was like, get on the bus, get comfortable, and let me, you know, burn your battery out. Nigga, what? Damn. Like, <laughs> so, I never called him, right? I went on vacation. I came to D.C., spent time with my family. I did all that shit, right? I get back to work. I return back to work. I was on vacation for a week. Guess what was on my motherfucking desk, y'all? Who? <laughs> Not one dozen, but two dozen of motherfucking roses. Ooh, he was but, serious. That nigga uh, serious. He, 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 hello, hello. So, and all he had was my first name, but everybody know me in the building, right? So I, I, I'm creeped out. I'm like, what the fuck? So he put his number in there. So I called him, like, yo, my nigga, this a little spooky, like. What the fuck? So he's just like, Avery, I just want to take you out. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, what's your situation? He was like, I'm married. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and there it is. 
Tune in <laughs> in a month for the next episode. Nigga. Wow. Wow. See, this, like, okay, this is the shit that irritates the nigga in the relationship, right? Because I am a nigga that works really hard for everything I get. Like, my nigga, I put in my effort. I'm the follow-up. I do the two-week confirmation. I have the confirmation numbers. I'm that nigga. You niggas do this shit and y'all do like y'all really putting in like genuine effort. Like this was romantic as fuck into the end. You know what I'm saying? I I personally, if I was single, I would say to a chick, let me burn your battery up. That you know what I'm saying? Like I would say some shit like that. Like that, that makes shit, woman, right? That was some hot that shit. That makes right? a woman feel like, oh damn, this nigga wanna talk talk. This nigga wanna <laughs> he wanna build. He wanna build. You know what I'm saying? Like you saying all this shit and then once we get to the last page of the fucking book, I'm married. No, no bullshit. Like all the check marks, he had his own company, telecommunication entrepreneur check. Um, went to John Jay University forensic psychology check. He wasn't. He was easy on the eyes check. Nigga, you married the lead. And you got little kids. I don't fuck with no little kids. Like I love them. But That's nah, you crazy. got little, like, little do kids, that. but you did all this work like that. You did all of that. Mind. All of that. All this work. And then but you know, too, I realized I realized this too. And I had this conversation um on the timeline with a uh, shout out to Height Williams. Um we were That's talking about mm-hmm. we was just talking about like no, actually it came from the team. Shouts out to the team. You know, um they put a post up asking like Men, if you could like give one a woman one reason, you know, or one thing that y'all want that y'all can never get from a woman, I was just like, look, I need a list. I got a a list of things, and we were just kind of like talking about how women are, and I'm saying this respectfully because this is just my experience. I feel like a lot of women are only capable of being stimulants; they not satisfactory, and. Ooh. That that comes with a long list of stories. I don't even have time to tell. Right. But I feel like in these relationships, um, marriages in particular, a lot of women, you know, pressure men to get married because of a social or household tradition versus what they actually bring to the table. Yep. And men need to be honest. Look, I married this chick. I'm not happy. I don't have the money to get the divorce. Can we at least see what the legal separation qualifications are so I can get out here and find myself? I'm not happy with you. Like, that's a real conversation. And we need to encourage men to do that because this whole idea of thinking you keeping it real because you're telling a woman you marry, all you're doing is telling her that you're not even going to commit to her either. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the stupidest shit in the world. I'm going to go through the entire process. I'm going to take step by step. I'm going to legally separate from your funky ass right. until I get some money to completely end this shit. And I'm going to have my my separation papers in my wallet with that business card I'm going to give you to tell you to call me so I can burn your phone up. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I was just so right. blown away by it. Like, nigga, what? Do your wife know that you sent me these two dozen roses? Or was that on the burner? Yeah, she probably do. Because she know he a cheater. You know, Lyft drivers definitely be cheating. Shit. I'm 
like, what the f-? But that's too much. Like, I could have called Lyft and been like, this nigga stalking me. Yep. For you yeah, to pull sure. back up what I mentioned. I said, I'm taking a mega bus and here his monkey ass come. Yo, Ave, what up? You don't even know me like that to call me Ave, nigga. Damn, nigga. Oh, that nigga had a playlist ready and everything. Like, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> as as I get her in the car, nigga. Damn, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I don't know what it is about. So now it's like when I get in Lyft drivers, uh, cars, it's just, I don't know what it is. I'm just shutting up. I'm going to start getting the mute rides and shit. Just don't talk to me. Just don't say shit to me. Nah, you yeah. too motherfucking nice, though. Like, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. You be all that bubbly shit. So what you listening to? What's your what's on your phone? What is it? <laughs> nigga, nigga be open like damn. She got that energy. Mm-mm, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Enough. I'm good. I'm good. Ain't that crazy though, y'all? That shit crazy. Yeah. Look, look at his and, and he ain't gone. That nigga he, he gone. ain't gone. He, he ain't gone he yet. He blocked. Nigga, you, you get can't flowers go again in the couple where your job at? Yeah. And nigga. let him play with me. And that's what I told the, the men in the building. Let him pl- let him come back. Let him come yeah, back nigga. or send more. You can't power. block that nigga from your job. Let, <laughs> let him play. Let him play. Nigga. Y'all see me yeah. on fucking world star. Ball headed bitch out there. Well damn. That's a hell of a story to go home on. That's all I Damn. Look, look at BJ. You fucked up behind that, right? Damn. That's crazy. Nigga, That's crazy. I didn't even put that much effort in. Nigga, nigga, what? Wow. Like, I didn't. They they do over. Like, they do over the amount of effort that most niggas put in to actually get a woman honestly. Like, you did, like, way more than some of the niggas that been in relationships for 10, 15 plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to be dishonorable. Like, my nigga, like, right. y'all, but y'all listen, fucking it up for niggas. Get on the bus and get comfortable. Let me burn your battery out. Nigga. That's some sleek shit. <laughs> that almost got my pussy wet, nigga. Like, <laughs> That's it. That's it. We done. We out. We out. <laughs> oh shit, nigga. I'm about to go say that shit to me. Hey, nigga, let me burn your battery in your nigga. Shit. Niggas ain't putting work but want a paycheck. You ain't done enough to get paid yet. I did free shows. I even paid to play. I made free love. I tried to pave the way. Put niggas on stages, but it ain't enough. Quick to forget what you did, remember what you ain't done. Type to follow, never like, share, or retweet. See me in person, speaking on moves made from last week. I see your face on walls, shows out of town, only dropping singles. You got a project now? I bump that shit heavy and stay in rotation. Private conversations never become public statements, but I'm cool on it. I never trip, unless it's flight plans They always talking shit, y'all don't support local Shut the fuck up, 900,000 in this city Niggas wake up, and realize you either whack Or don't apply yourself You ain't gotta keep it real with us, be real with yourself You a SoundCloud rapper with like 50 streams YouTube B rapper without a fucking team Full time job, part time, follow dreams But we clocking overtime up in my regime Big difference, so just stay to the side They got drive, till they find out how long you gotta ride And that's real Ones that can't play the part, just be acting different We can switch positions, I'll still be winning Take me back to paying 10 to get in Driving around the city to sell tickets to my friends I took so many losses, I deserve all these wins Bitch, fuck you 
At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business every day are nothing short of heroic. And you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. Like the breaking ground on new construction things. The every box and barcode matters things. And the driving the family business forward things. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you.